I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And And this this is That Other F Word. So, Mitch and Katrina, but first Mitch, name all of the Supreme Court justices. No. Yes. No. You have to. I can't. (laughs) Name as many as you can. I don't want I don't want to mention their names. Don't Don't be stupid. I don't I don't like it. I've actually seen Chief Justice Roberts speak in person. Roberts. <laughs> I've seen I've seen Clarence Kagan. Thomas. Clarence Thomas. Uh, the Amy Coney Barrett. Amy mm-hmm. Coney Barrett. Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. A uh, uh, stupid ass old white guy. Gorsuch. Um, yeah, and um, uh, Lido. What's her name? Lido. Um, um, Sotomayor. Spell it. S. At least I say it right. Mm-hmm. Um, There's two left, and they're both on the liberal block. That's funny. One we can of the only ones named the monsters. One of, <laughs> one of them just stepped down, and Katanji. Katanji Brown Jackson. Right, but Will she. Be. Yeah, she just took over for. Yeah. Um, it's an ice cream. Jerry, Hagen Dawes. <laughs> <laughs> starts with a B. Briars. Briar. Well, just no S. Just uh, like yes. Uh-huh. And then the other one I already said, but you guys weren't listening to me as usual. So that's, that's Elena Kagan. Oh, yes. Elena. I always forget her for some reason. Maybe yeah. she's just. <laughs> she I actually came here. Kegels. She, <laughs> she's not as big of an asshole as the others, maybe. I don't no. know. No, she came to UT Law and spoke, though, which was interesting. So I will say Chief Justice Roberts is a is is really an amazing speaker. I really enjoyed watching him speak. And so even though I don't agree with him politically. Right. Um, I up until recently thought he had been doing a good job. <laughs> even so. You know, I don't know, have to agree with somebody, though, to think they've been right. doing a good job. So the reason I ask that is because we're going to talk about that Supreme Court today. Because in addition to Dobbs-Jackson, which is the case that overturned Roe v. Wade, um, there were a lot of decisions they came out with. And I think that, you know, I had to look up what case it... I I think, generally speaking, we as Americans, like, we're not thrilled with the Supreme Court right now, but there's, like, very little that we actually know, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And the fact that I was, you know, I was talking about over, like, the overturn of Roe v. Wade without actually knowing what case... Sure. Even came before them, like right. bugged me. So I thought that we would do like just a little review um, as like not legal scholars. So there's some of it that I don't like super understand, but um, <laughs> Mitch said, speak for yourself. He Apparently, Mitch knows all things. Uh huh. Even though he couldn't name all the Supreme Court justices, but um, <laughs> he couldn't even name like three. Yeah. <laughs> and I named them all first. <laughs> but then we'll talk a little bit about the ramifications of the Dobbs Jackson decision. And um, actually about the executive order that happened yesterday. And these two clowns are just going to chime in whenever they feel like it. So Yeah, Rin basically said we're not allowed to speak. No, I, so <laughs> no, I said the opposite. <laughs> I don't have a specific list of questions. So as usual, just chime in whenever you feel like it because that's what you all do. So before we even get into it, I wanted to talk just a little bit about how the court works. Like very, 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 very briefly. Okay. Um, so, you know, we've got the nine justices. Some people want Biden to expand the justices so that we can get a more even court. I just don't think having more of them is going to be the solution. Well, it seems like it's... Just, there's already a lot, yeah. and they're all assholes. Now, it did happen in the past. I don't sure. remember when that was or how many they no were before, cares. but I feel like they were seven and then they went to nine. But anyway, generally speaking, you'll see this when we talk about the cases, um, 
often they vote along political lines. So right now there's six conservative justices and three uh, liberal justices. But sometimes it, they, they split it up and get wild. What? It was 69 in which uh, Congress increased the size of the court to consist of a chief justice and eight associate justices. Right. Eight, 1869. 1869. Yeah. <laughs> we were both looking it up while you were speaking. <laughs> so this is what happens is I spend hours researching every episode, and then Katrina and Mitch look up stuff while we're recording. But Pretty it much. is always helpful information. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to discredit Katrina and her eye for that. Right. We're also basically no. useless anyway, so this we got to do something. <laughs> I mean, because we're sure as hell not doing anything on the front we're end We're clearly working smarter. R- okay. Correct. Anyway, you're welcome. So... <laughs> <laughs> but on the mic, I was laughing so hard. So the way that these decisions come out, you know, obviously uh, a case comes before them, and there's a couple different ways that can happen, a few different ways. But the way it gets announced to the world is they release an, what they call an opinion. And so that whatever the majority decides, someone or some people author the opinion of the justices. There are also dissenting opinions, which is whoever disagreed with the uh, majority, they say why they disagreed. There can also be concurring opinions which is something Mitch would do, which it's like, I agree with you, but for a totally different reason. And you're, you're kind of wrong and I'm right, but okay, well, t- whatever. I'm on your side, but I'm not. Are you saying that Mitch is just contrary by nature? Yes. And yeah, c- refuses to actually fully agree with something, even though he does? Exactly. Okay. Consider concurring opinions, like Mitch. contrarian buttheads. Right. But, but it tracks. <laughs> they're yeah, actually I mean, totally accurate. The concurring opinions and the dissenting opinions are important because in the future, people can refer back to them and uh, when they're trying to decide new cases, when they're arguing new cases, that kind of thing. So now we're going to go through them. Um, so the one that most people are talking about is Dobbs v. Jackson, um, which was decided right along political lines six to three. And basically what that did, uh, you know, it is upheld a Mississippi abortion law. And we'll talk more about that later. Um, another one that was in the news some was uh, covering gun law, uh, New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin. It's the first ruling on guns in over a decade, and they ruled that law-abiding Americans have a right to carry handguns outside the home for self-defense. Um, so this was striking down a New York law requiring a special need to carry a weapon, which makes sense to me. Um, but there are some states with similar laws, Maryland, California, New Jersey, Hawaii, and Massachusetts. Right. Those are all states with super strict gun laws, basically. And so they were trying, you know, when places like Tennessee came up with a rule that anybody basically, but a felon could carry a gun and it didn't matter if it was, <laughs> if you had a permit or. And you can walk you into a Starbucks it. with an AR-15 That's and right. order Pretty a, much. a frappuccino. Yeah, exactly. Anything else? Nah. On that one? Okay. Um, so the next one is a climate change case. So that was West Virginia versus the Environmental Protection Agency. Once again, right along. Yeah. I don't the think first, I said. The first, yeah, I was going to say, I think guns was also 6-3, which again was party line. So I don't think I said. So the, the, the right wing block, the conservative block is John Roberts, Chief Justice John Roberts, Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, Amy Coney Barrett. Amy Coney Barrett, Samuel Alito, who actually, Alito is the one who authored the opinion on Dobbs v. Jackson, the the abortion overturning law. Okay, Clarence Thomas and Neil Gorsuch. Worth pointing out, 
uh, Brett Cohn, Brett, <laughs> Brett Kavanaugh, Amy Coney Barrett, and Neil Gorsuch were all Trump appointees. Um, mm-hmm. We're doing great. Yeah. Neil Gorsuch should not have been a Trump appointee. That's the one that Obama was supposed to get to a point, and they were like, let's just wait a minute. I don't think we need to do this now. Like, let's, let's wait. Um, and then, yeah, anyway. The liberal block is Elena Kagan, Sonia Sotomayor, and Stephen Breyer. Who will be Kentonji Brown-Jackson. Correct. So in the West Virginia versus the EPA, uh, they rolled back the EPA's ability to reduce carbon output of power plants, um, which is kind of a setback for an initiative of Biden's that he's trying to advance toward clean energy. And once again, 6-3. 6-3. Now we're going to shake up a little bit. Um, so Biden v. Texas, this is about immigration law. So Roberts and Kavanaugh actually joined the liberal bloc. Shocking, the Kavanaugh thing. Roberts has done it, but Kavanaugh, I'm shocked. Well, so the thing, yes, Roberts has done it in like very, very important, like with healthcare and stuff. Um, but it's always interesting to me when they cross over to one side or another, and you will see that. What the Supreme Court should be is, I feel like the whole liberal conservative bloc thing is stupid and terrible because they really should just be interpreting law. That's I their agree. their job yeah. is truly to be interpreting the law, I, and they're not. I genuinely hate the concept of, well, we got to get this guy in there now because he's a conservative, and it's like, well, he's a judge, like he's he's right. Not it should it's not supposed to matter right. in it, any way. Right. Like, that's the point of being a judge is to be non-biased, and non-political, right. non. And partisan and to make a fair assessment on what you're looking at. That is the point of being a judge. So and the whole like block system, it's it's just further control and manipulation. Well, and it and it's. I mean, they're not just judges; they are the judges. I mean, yeah, these are the people who have the highest judicial power in our entire country. And yeah, it should not be partisan. And I it's, do think nuts. I think the system is broken. Um, what? Hours? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you do have all these justices who sat at their confirmation hearings and said that Roe was settled law and they had no interest in overturning it. And then they got an opportunity. They were like, no, never mind. I was I was so wrong. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Psych. And we all knew it was coming. But so. Uh, the- OK, well, I will just the only thing I'll say is I, I'm playing devil's advocate here. Maybe they, they need none of the new ones are the ones who wrote this opinion. That's, so that's correct. It's been what I'm a long saying time. is and so it got written they and it, once it became something they had to preside over and decide on they did have to make a decision even if they weren't going to do it. I but I think this has been a coordinated effort by the right for a of very course. long time. Right. And that they Trump, got their they got it in place where we'd be 6 to 3. And they could do it. And a lot of Republicans voted for Trump because they wanted him to have say over the Supreme right. Court, even if they didn't like his right behavior. And he, they got what they wanted. Well, he got th- he got to appoint three justices, which is a lot. It's I don't think I mean it's never been done. I don't think anybody's ever appointed that many justices in their term. It upsets the pa- balance of power. Yeah, for sure. And, and I think that that needs mean, to be taken into consideration in the future. Is the, that should that's unprecedented, and it shouldn't be. Well, and he well, did it happen. in four years, and some presidents didn't do it at all in eight. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I just <laughs> throwing all that out. Gorsuch there. Gorsuch should have been Merrick Garland, which was Obama's pick, uh, or or anybody Obama like Obama should have gotten to pick someone, um, and then. 
ugh, I hate even saying this, but RBG R- should have stepped she down. should have stepped down. She a hundred percent should have stepped down. It was a very I so think it was selfish of her. It was. And um but she was a human like everybody, right? And flawed. And so I think that but her I think she, like all of them in that I think they're all egomaniacs. Yeah. And I think they've gotten where they've gotten to by being that way. I agree. I mean, sorry, they're but totally groomed. And, like they, and they, she, they, you don't get to that position. You don't get to that without right. doing some shit. Let's be shit. honest. So we look up to these people and like you know RBG and all this stuff, and you know she was a legend and all that. But ultimately, none of us would have been friends with her in the real world. <laughs> uh, honestly, no, no. Would any of us have actually correct. liked her? Would we have been friends with her? Would we have traveled in the same or, circles? The answer is no. no. The no, answer is no, no. You no. wouldn't have even had access to no. be in, in any any way. Even if she doesn't become who she becomes, we're not friends with her well, in real it's, life. It's like you said, and it's like that. We talk about this over and over again with all different kinds of topics. People, no matter who they are, they're just people. And you know, it came out recently that she said some stuff. That uh, what was it? It was against the Count Colin Kaepernick. Like she was anti right. that. Like. She's just a person, and any person that you revere is there's gonna be stuff that you don't like. Right, well, we're not perfect. Well, Nobody's and perfect. Here's the right? other thing about this, and this is this has been a, a huge point uh, for me for a while is that uh, America has such a deep, deep culture of celebrity worship. I was yes. just gonna say we put p- all these people put on pedestals. Politicians in that same boat, right. where. We're going to go buy our RBG shirts and right. our stickers, and we're going to put stickers on our, and we're going to get signs and T-shirts. These are public servants. Like, all the way to the top, they have no power without us. Let me rephrase that. They <laughs> clearly do. Right. They, they totally they have, do. They have made it that way, and, and that's By design. why they've gotten here. But they are not celebrities, and they should not be treated as such. Well, should like, we be putting anybody? We put celebrities, athletes, all these people on a pedestal, and that's, I think, in and of itself the problem, right? Mm-hmm. So because athletes and musicians, and all they're just people, then when we elevate them to this God status, mm-hmm. it's a problem. And then when they fall from grace, it's really a problem, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I don't know if they should have ever, they didn't deserve that state of grace in the first place. Right. When did we get ours? Right. Who elevated any of us to a state of grace and, and superiority? No one. And because we don't deserve it. We're just human beings who are trying to live our life and do these things. But then we take these people who are public, and that's it. They're they're gods. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, as Supreme Court said, they're appointed. But sure. it's, it's like we're still like, yeah, these people are so cool and they're just right. doing what they is. They're fucking lawyers. Interest. Sorry, like, but as the lawyer hater no, here. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> they're just fucking lawyers. <laughs> to, to your point, Katrina, like, they're, like, they don't know what it's like to live the way that we live. No. They never have right. and they would never will. No, that's right. That's that's obvious. If there's anybody who like really wants to go back and listen to all the episodes, I would love it if someone counted up the times where Mitch says to your point and like track <laughs> who he says it to. Cause I feel like Katrina gets a lot more to your to points that I do. Um, I know Seaver will absolutely. <laughs> she will. She's she will go back. Spread. She's listening to this. She's going to her computer. Hey, yeah. Seaver, could you uh, go ahead and work on that Excel, Excel spreadsheet? Also all the times Mitch has told me I'm a fucking idiot. Too. Yeah. They're well, both, they're, they're both more than you. So there, there have also been a couple of times where he'll say to your point, Katrina, and it was a point that I made and I would like that in a separate, <laughs> category. <laughs> I mean, 
the shrillness of your voice is, is equal. Yeah. Why are you yelling? Uh, so let's circle. You guys to calm down. Let's circle back. So um, they are very hysterical. I've been holding that inside for years. So, <laughs> so we were talking about Biden v. Texas. So this is one where Robertson Kavanaugh joined the liberal bloc, and basically what they said as the majority there was that the federal immigration law gives the executive discretion. And by the Biden administration has the authority to reverse a Trump era policy requiring asylum seekers to wait in Mexico while their cases are reviewed in U.S. Oh, courts. That's a, that's a funny one. I mean, Mexico's land of horrors. But <laughs> what? Why did they have to hold them all? <laughs> like, <laughs> what the? Who the? That's just yeah. yes, everybody. But that I know I the, can't help but think Kavanaugh was doing that for his buddy Ted Cruz. Oh, maybe. So anyway, go ahead, because then they get you know, I don't know. So the next area of law we're talking about is... I'm just glad Kavanaugh actually voted on a liberal side. I mean, I am... I You could knock me over with a feather. It does make me happy when they don't vote down... They even, I, I, yes. Even I, if a liberal justice crosses over and that's votes fine. again... Like, that's fine. It's just inspiring to see not party line voting. Doing the actual work. Yes. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. And, and uh, whatever, adhering to the law. So... So there's a couple cases regarding COVID vaccine mandates. Um, so the National Federation of Independent Business versus the Department of Labor. Hold so on. hold on, I'm sorry. Did you say COVID? Why are we still talking about COVID? It's been over for it's years. It's because it's the vaccine. It's, it's done. A, it's a vaccine. Uh, it's over. This Actually, is another I've heard cases are going back up. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fake. This is another one of those fun, like I don't know. Kevin, by the way, is just getting over COVID. God mm. love his heart. Uh, anyway. So this one was political lines again. So they blocked vaccination or t or testing requirements. I don't know if you remember, there was yeah, Biden's federal. effort to help with COVID by he increasing the rate of vaccination. Um, there were certain companies, I think it was like over a certain size, Every, yeah, they had like, to either right. get a vaccination or, or be, be tested. tested daily. Yeah. yeah. So they basically said that the U.S. government doesn't have the right to do that. Um, then but, who does? I, like, I guess that's my question. They're basically, like, a lot of these, and so Roe v. Wade, what they did was they gave it back to the states. Right. But it's the same with drugs, right? So if you think about it for, like, the legalization of marijuana. And so, like, to try to get this from, this is, an, if we get away from the emotionality behind this, federal government does not recognize marijuana as legal, but it has allowed states to. So sta some states have said, we're going to make marijuana legal. It just becomes, you can't take it on a plane, you can't take, cross state lines with it because it's a federal offense at that point because the federal government doesn't recognize it. Same thing with abortion. So a, the federal government just says, look, we the feds can't regulate this. It's going back to the states. But we know that most of the states are red, which means abortion rights have been taken or being taken away. It's just not federally recognized. It's not federally protected. They said it was overreach, basically, for the federal government to be doing it, but not for states right, to be doing it. It's not overreach for the federal government to still consider marijuana a federal crime. I mean, I don't. We I are not. Just, <laughs> no, I, you're 100 percent right. We are not consistent uh, okay. in anything we do. So, in the same breath, Ren said, "the the government can't. They can tell us what basically we can do with our bodies." The government also says, "But don't make sure. Don't make people get tested for COVID." I mean, it's just testing, right? That's fine. Not having, I don't believe in requiring anybody to do anything to their body they don't want to. Well, but here, testing. The problem that I see is that both of these deal with health. Yes. And mm -hmm. especially in something like COVID, where 
Sure, like it's not as bad as it was as far as the symptoms, the new strains or what, whatever. Like people are vaccinated. It seems to be somewhat, quote unquote, under control. What about the next one? What about when it's worse? What about it'll just depend on who the president is? And then you're like, well, the this state says no, and then you got people just driving back and forth between states. Well, but then it becomes well because then you've got if I if I drive into whichever neighboring state allows weed and I pull into mine, I'm just not protected by the you know federal government. Same idea. It's just right, they're right. just but saying I, it's all back in the states. Pandemic, not good times. Oh no, but they're just <laughs> <laughs> they're just putting it all back. All of this is putting it back in the states' hands. I get that. My point being, how can the states prevent other states from fucking up their state? They they can't. They can't. Exactly. That's why the federal government ought to have control over things like pandemics. I agree with you. Oh, we we we're all in agreement in this yeah. room. We're, I'm just I'm just throwing the devil's advocate. I will say stop it. There. What there I is was no <laughs> room for dissenting opinions. Here. I will say what I was thinking. What you were talking was, um, although I was listening to you, that um, to my point. To your point, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole my body, my choice thing for yeah, vaccinations. Just, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Pregnancy is nuts. not contagious, but anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Something in the water. (laughs) (laughs) There was that pregnancy pack thing. That's a whole other episode. We could talk about that. That's a fun one. I'm gonna need more information. So what? The next one. (laughs) Bunch of high school girls getting pregnant on purpose. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Uh, Episode number thirty. We don't have time for that today. (laughs) So this is the other one that which we had Roberts and Kavanaugh siding with the liberal bloc again. So this one was five to four. This is Biden v. Missouri. So they Maybe they fucked up with Kavanaugh. <laughs> Maybe he's not as much big of a monster as we thought. Disagree. <laughs> um, so they voted to allow a policy requiring vaccinations for most healthcare workers at facilities that receive Medicare and Medicaid funds, which makes sense to me. So now we're going to get into separation of church and state stuff. Um, so the first one is Carson v. Macon. So this one was six to three. It invalidated a main tuition program and ruled that a state cannot bar religious schools from receiving public grants extended to other private schools. Roberts wrote that the policy promotes stricter separation of church and state than the Constitution requires. I kind of feel two ways about this one, but I mean, on one hand, I feel like, why are we giving public grants to private schools anyway? But also, if some of them are going to get money, then how is it fair to say that some can and some can't because one is religious based? One of them doesn't pay taxes. Boom. Yeah, you're right. Is that right? It depends. Religious based private schools don't pay taxes? I'm not sure. But well they're not churches. I don't think any they're usually associated with a church or attached to the side of one. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, and so it pass it's a pass through type. I feel tax like you're thing. mad at me. That was through gritted <laughs> teeth and <laughs> I feel No, not you. Okay. <laughs> We're going to move on quickly. Oh, this one's going to be worse. Okay, (laughs) what I will say to your point, Mitch, if they are a, like, 501 of some kind, then no, they shouldn't because they already benefit. That makes total sense. Right, but if they are not, and then I I do kind of agree, like, if we're, we can't, like, that's us then, like, um, 
you know, also yeah, but like the discriminating, thing is important. basically. But the, the tax thing is the most important thing. So but how it, about we give our money to public education? Well, right. Thought. No, that to your point, Rin. Thank you, Matt. Check on the Why Rin are column. we giving money to pub, like private for-profit schools? Right, we shouldn't be because or we already in have general, a... Yeah, in right. general, we shouldn't even be. like private, not-for-profit schools, like right. religiously-based ones. Any of them. Like... We no, that's we, like you chose that. You're the, yeah. based on the amount of money that you're charging kids to go there. Right. You shouldn't need this. Right. Well, Whenever right, and we're not paying enough that into the public education system. Make it better, and then people might elect to send. Yeah, their kids especially right. like because the ones in neighborhoods I, that are again, it's the, underprivileged, the as always. Divide. Yep. Yeah. Um, so here's another one that I think you guys might have something to talk about, and it was definitely in the news. So this is Kennedy versus Bremerton School District. 6-3, write down political lines again. So the uh, court sided, the conservative block, sided with a high school football coach who was fired for leading post-game prayers on the 50-yard line. Um, by the way, this was in violation of the school district's policy. Gorsuch said the coach's prayers were protected by the Constitution's guarantees of free speech and religious exercise and did not violate the prohibition on government endorsement of religion. Discuss. Well, the issue was that he was doing it on the 50 yard line after a football game. Immediately after the football game. Immediately after the football game. The stands are there. The the fans are still there. The the parents, everybody. And then it's like, okay, well, you guys could come if you want. It's a football team. Right. The amount of immense pressure to be a part of the team and to not walk off. And then, of course, you don't want to be, like, the one kid who's not praying because then oh, everybody's going to be like, I was. hey, do you want to come to church with me next week? Do you want? You need to. We need to get this guy saved. That's what that leads right. to. And uh, that's uh, yeah. why prayer in school is not okay well, I was a when say. it's sanctioned by a point of authority. I don't care if y'all want to meet up at the flagpole and pray, like all the kids and stuff. But the teachers need to keep their mouths shut because they're in a position of power and influence. And, well, I think... You know, Shane and I were talking about this yesterday because at first he was like, well, the guy's just praying. And I was like, no, he's he's, he's leading, leading prayer. A group and prayer. it would be, you know, he was like, well, I guess. And that's the same as if a teacher in a classroom was doing it. But we because it's sports. In right? a, well, OK, so in a, if it's against your OK at work, there are policies I do not agree with. I am subject to them as an employee. Mm-hmm. Right. So I cannot do them. So what I will say to that is, one, if it was against his like employee agreement essentially, it which was. it was, then yes, he should be fired. That's outside of your your rights to free that speech. You have agreed upon again. It's not you still have the right of free speech. You do not have the right for, from repercussion. Correct. Right. It's okay. Like marijuana, that's back to it. The difference. Just because it's legal in Colorado doesn't, doesn't mean your job can't drug test. That you. is correct, and so. As a former athlete, I had all of my, we did prayers before and after games quite often. And like I have done in every situation where I have ever been asked to pray, I just stand there and do not participate. But, you know, if you're a kid. I've had had to deal with it my entire life. There's no way of guaranteeing. So what's good for the goose is good for the gander, right? Like, even if this guy wasn't a jerk. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no way of guaranteeing if it's okay well, for him, like, it's okay for some other coach, and maybe that coach 
you Push know, doesn't well, like Mitch said, and like what then make, we're gonna prophesize to kids and we're gonna shame them or well, we're gonna force them into a religion that's not for them. Or you know, or yeah. that coach is making decisions on who gets to play based, right, on, based personal, on their right, you know, bias bias. And then, you know, a kid who's I, trying to get a scholarship doesn't get one. Well, to make it to make it not quite as and I, I understand and I totally agree with you, and I think that probably does happen. Most of the time it doesn't. It never happened in my world. And I got, we got, I've prayed more fucking times to Jesus Christ than I have ever prayed to anybody, okay, um, <laughs> unwillingly. <clears throat> and, and they were just doing that because that made them feel okay. It wasn't to make me feel like shit. It wasn't to single me out or to make sure I didn't get playtime. It it's was because not it, appropriate. it's not appropriate, but they get so convinced into what they agree, believe and all of that. And it becomes a, a full encompassed identity that they don't know how to not be that way. And so when somebody's not like them, they, they don't know how to accommodate it and deal with it. And, and it just, it just really does. It comes back to that being Christianity being the default. If it that is, guy right. was Jewish, if he was Muslim and he was leading a prayer. Oh, and he fucking bowed down line. on his rug to fucking Mecca. He did. They flag tag him to the flagpole and fucking right. stone him to death. I mean, I I think the whole like, but it is the default when of sports and like the lights and like the Friday night. Blah, 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 I think like that makes it feel different for some people than a teacher leading a prayer in a class. I don't know. It's all stupid. It's it is. And but but as someone who again never was the default, you you get so used to not being the default. But it shouldn't be that, that way. It shouldn't, but for those of us who aren't the default, we've told all the defaults to go fuck themselves. It doesn't matter how much you shove it. I'm not going to be it. So. Why do you hate Christians? You know, pardon? You just hate Christians. Fuck just them like all. the school fuck system all hates Christians. Christians. <laughs> yep. Hates Christians, and it's just war on Christmas because Christian bashing is the top sport in America these days. War on Christmas, bashing war. Christians and taking away their yep. freedoms and hating them because of their religious freedoms. Yep. We're all familiar okay. with the Lord's Prayer, correct? <laughs> Our Father who art in heaven, it's Hallowed be thy name. In the thy New Testament, come, thy will be done on earth, earth as it is in heaven. heaven. Do you know where Give it's found? Give us today our daily the bread, bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Good for job. thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Sorry, I couldn't stop. Forever and ever. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. ever. Do you know where it's found? Amen. I mean, outside of the Bible. Well, I'm going to read uh, from a passage in Matthew that precedes Ooh. the Lord's Prayer. Like, it goes right on into it. It goes, so it stops, and then it says, Then this is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Or how, I don't know what translation this is. But, it's fine. It's fine. Um, <clears throat> so a couple verses ahead of that, it says, And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by men. I tell you the truth, they, ha they have received their reward in full. Fuck yes. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they, will, they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. I'm before so glad that, you mentioned that. It talks about don't give charity. Like give charity, but don't tell everybody that you yeah. gave charity. Don't don't do this just to make sure everybody thinks that you're a better Christian than other people. And that 
is exactly what's happening. And that pisses me off because it's just hypocritical and it's people that don't understand their own faith and they have this sense of I have to indoctrinate everybody else and I have to show that I'm a Christian. And the Bible, the actual gospels of the Bible that they talk about says don't. Do the opposite. You're, you're only, read, right. only read what's convenient. That's Matthew chapter 6, by the way. Another Just treasure. that wants to look that up. Another treasure found while recording. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had that in the back oh, of my I head. I, I was I, like, Matthew 6. Boom. Boy, yes, all of beautiful. us just love. Okay. So let's let's go on. So this one I had to like read a few times because I didn't Me too. Totally I don't get know it. that I understand this one 100%. So go this ahead. one is about Guantanamo yep. Bay Ooh, this and goes state on to, Sorry, I just got to the end of this and it's like, Oh, also, don't be a hoarding a, a wealth hoarding billionaire. Oh, oh fun! That gets, that's oh, another episode. Ooh, this okay. is good. This is a good chapter. <laughs> we can talk about the Jimmy Swaggart minister, Ministries all day. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this one is I'm going to mispronounce it, but it's United States v. Zubaida. Yep. So good another luck. seven Nailed to it. two. Nailed it. Um, so in this one, there was one liberal and one conservative justice dissenting, Sotomayor and Neil Gorsuch. Um, so. They ruled that state secrets doctrine prevents a Guantanamo Bay detainee from questioning two former CIA contractors about the abusive treatment he received at a black site facility in Poland. So basically, this guy was a familiar, a colleague of Osama bin Laden. They had him in a black site in Poland. So I don't know why they're associating with Guantanamo Bay. But um, he was tortured. And so he tried to you know, bring them up on charges and basically they denied giving him the evidence because they say that within the evidence is contained state secrets. So, um, good times. I mean, so yes, in the nature of that, but for the, in the nature of his abuse, I mean, we do have, there are certain rules and laws that are supposed to be abided by in But there was an appeals court that ruled otherwise so anyway interesting so then the next one can't get away from religion so we're (laughs) at death penalty so this one was ramirez versus collier eight to one so the only dissenter here was clarence thomas who's a real fucking douche canoe lately i cannot cannot with him like i always thought he was a fucking asshole but jesus christ lately he's so much worse than we thought he was go ahead so the court ruled that a death row inmate is entitled to have his pastor touch him and pray aloud at the time of his execution they ruled this way in protection of the inmates' religious <laughs> rights. So Tom, like, really? So Thomas is like, no, 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 no pastor for you. <laughs> you scum. I, I'm just, I'm. I think part of it was like whether the pastor is allowed to lay his hands. He could do on whatever the, the fuck he wants to him at that point. Well, it's not. Uh, there was some question of it um, becoming a problem with lethal injection or something, but like, it's I, I, I can't. can't. It's like when you touch a. Like you get at the oil. Like what kind of shut up? What kind of what a stupid idiot. You know you you know your wife under control. (laughs) You know you've got to be a real cocksucker when you're the only dissenting like voice, honestly. Right, but also the one that also comes out after all this and goes, Yeah, I think we need to look at other liberties that were added to the constitution. We'll get to that. You mean like Like, uh interracial marriage? Well, I I know. He's uh, that's I can't. We'll get to okay. that in a minute. I've got, well, we've got him, two more cases. Watch him overturn that just wet as a way to get divorced. Like, <laughs> well, I can't get Sorry. divorced, so I'll I just can't make get it. Married. I'll, just, yeah. I'll just render it. Oh, null. he made a he made a point of loving v. Virginia. Like what what he said about the other rights doesn't apply. So I, I can't with him. So there's also a public displays of religion 
uh, case. So there was Shirtlift v. Boston. This one was 9 0. Uh, so how about them fun. making a unanimous that's, decision? I know, that's pretty fun. So they ruled it was unconstitutional for the city of Boston to deny a ceremonial city hall flag raising request from a Christian group when it had never turned down any other organization. They ruled that the program was not a form of government speech and the rejection of that specific flag violated the First Amendment. Okay. Well, s- so well, basically they were like, yeah, they, they got, they were doing like a flag raising and I don't know if they were raising the yeah. their flag or the organization's flag, what, but they were like, uh, they got a request from a Christian organization and they were like, uh, no, probably because they were afraid of, you know, right. type things. But if they, if I want to put my Hail Satan up in Boston, I can too. This, yeah. you know, but that's I mean, kind of what the, that's the whole point. Saying. Right. Like they have, they hadn't, re- they hadn't, Denied any other flag, right? Christian organization, right? And that's bullshit. They, sh- they, if they request it appropriately and do everything everybody else did, they can have their fucking flag raised. Yeah. I mean, if that's the rule, that's the rule. That's the rule. I could do my hail Satan. I could do my, you know, fucking pro Judaism. What were whatever. the other organizations that were? I don't. I don't know. And maybe, like, I would like to know what. Again, I would like to know what their policy is. If it's, yeah, we'll raise the flag of your company. Your organization, your charity, your church is an organization, but we're not going to raise the flag of your religion. Yeah, but this was a nine to nine. Like all the liberal justices voted the same way. Well, then why does it matter? (laughs) Because at least they agreed for once. About all this shit at this point, but go ahead. All right, so this one is, and I feel uncomfortable even reading it, but they called it Indian law. What they mean is Native American law. But um, so this one. Yeah, I knew what it was. (laughs) So this one is Oklahoma v. Castro Huerta. um, And it was five to four. Gorsuch dissented with the liberal bloc. So basically, this is really confusing, but. Good job, Gorsuch. The majority sided with Oklahoma in ruling that state officials have the power to prosecute non Indians or non Native Americans for crimes against Native Americans within a reservation. And this limits the 2020 ruling that reclassified 40% of Oklahoma as Indian or Native American land and shifted criminal prosecutions to tribal and federal courts. I'm saying Indian because that's what was in the article that I read. (laughs) But I don't know why we don't. I don't know if it's like what's in the legal statutes or whatever still says Indian. I feel like we could have changed that. But anyway, so basically like... Someone, man, was accused of child abuse or neglect um, against his stepdaughter, who was part of a reservation, though he was not. And I think they're basically arguing over who can prosecute and who can't. There's a lot of rules that comes yeah. with um, the, the the Native American population and what can be done as far as even adoption, anything. Um, yeah, we Most fucked him over. Stifling to try and destroy their communities, well, make it extraordinarily hard for them to get any sort of success or financial stability within the communities. Right, because we had to give them a whole bunch of reparations for what we did to them, and then we got frightened with uh, giving them too much power. So Yes. <laughs> so let's um, let's talk about the Dobbs-Jackson case. We talked about it before when the we had our episode about the draft opinion, but um, so... There's some technical things to understand about it, and I wanted to talk about that because I don't like it when, and of course, I'm not a legal scholar. We're not legal scholars, so there's going to be things we don't quite understand. But I do 
want for myself and for people who listen to this podcast to be able to discuss this with some level of context and information. So um, their decision was based on the idea that the 14th Amendment, which prevents states from depriving citizens of life, liberty, or property without the due process of law, does not protect the right to abortion. Although originally, in the Roe opinion, they used the 14th Amendment to say that it did. Alito, who authored the majority opinion, said nothing in this opinion should be understood to cast doubt on precedents that do not concern abortion. So remember when we were talking about so, so Alito's saying, like, hey, guys, this is just about abortion. Don't worry. We're not coming for anything else. <laughs> and then Clarence is like, yeah, he was full of shit. Yeah, remember when we were talking about concurring opinions? So uh, Clarence Thomas had a concurring opinion. And this is this is the Mitch of opinions. So this is where it's like, yeah, I agree with you, but not for your reasons, because your reasons are dumb. Hold on. Let's not, let's not <laughs> put that label on this one. I don't want to put Mitch and Clarence Thomas in the same fucking room ever. <laughs> So, go ahead. so his uh, concurring opinion said, in future cases, we should reconsider all of the court's substantive due process precedents, including Griswold, Lawrence, and Obergefell, because any substantive due process, which I'm about to explain, decision, is demonstrably erroneous. We have a duty to, quote, correct the error established in these precedents. So sus- substantive, blah, 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 blah. substantive due process, so that refers to the idea that the Constitution protects rights that are neither purely procedural or explicitly mentioned in the Constitution. So, like, freedom of the press. That's not mentioned in the Constitution, but we understand that as one of our rights. Um, So, (laughs) those are called unenumerated rights. And uh, so, basically, they're saying they're just made up. Um, But those would be the right to abortion that we used to have, but also things, so those cases we mentioned, birth control, which was Griswold versus Connecticut, same-sex sexual relations, which was Lawrence v. Texas, and same-sex marriage, which is Obergefell. So the basic argument in Alito's ruling is that the Dobbs-Jackson case, that there is no explicit constitutional protection for abortion rights, and that any right not explicitly enumerated in the Constitution must be deeply rooted in the nation's history, dumb, and tradition, but also implicit in the concept of ordered liberty in order to qualify for constitutional protection. And he says abortion does not pass this test, but he seems to be saying that the other ones do. But Thomas is not the only one who seems to think that there could be more at stake here. He wants there to be more at stake there. (laughs) But um, so this is, remember we talked about dissenting opinions, which the people who disagreed say why they disagreed. So Kagan, Breyer, and Sotomayor wrote a joint dissent. And here's what they said. The lone rationale for what the majority does today is that the right to elect an abortion is not, quote, deeply rooted in history. You know, like slavery. Um, Not until Roe, the majority argues, did people think abortion fell within the Constitution's guarantee of liberty. The same could be said, though, of most of the rights the majority claims it is not tampering with. The majority could write just as long an opinion showing, for example, that until the mid-20th century, there was no support in American law for a constitutional right to obtain contraceptives. So one of two things must be true. Either the majority does not really believe in its own reasoning, or if it does... All rights that have no history stretching back to the mid-19th century are insecure. 
Either the mass of the majority's opinion is hypocrisy or additional constitutional rights are under threat. It is one or the other. I, there are literally no words. I mean... I'm glad they wrote that. Yes, thank <laughs> God they wrote that. We're, I don't... The whole deeply rooted in history, I mean... Okay, if we're talking about that, then we might as well just stop having the right to vote. Like, Right, like what are... What are we talking about Let's here? Let's go back to only landowners being able to vote. White yeah, did, male landowners. Did his, I mean, should, I it is bullshit. We, that we, is we don't, bullshit. We shouldn't be allowed to have our phones and Wi-Fi because they're not deeply rooted in history. Right. I just, I, I'm not, what are we talking about here? Right. Well, I mean, think about like laws regarding privacy in terms of technology. Well, that's right. nothing I about mean, that is deeply rooted in history. So right. Like, so let's forget it. Fuck it. You know? No, we didn't. We didn't hear about it in the Bible, so fuck it. Can't can't exist. I'm sure there were abortions in the Bible if we read it carefully. Oh no, Mitch quoted yeah. them in that episode. <laughs> right. Like, I'm there sh- is yeah. a passage instructing people on how to give one if the wife becomes pregnant uh, out right. of wedlock. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. What we decided then was only God's allowed to do abortions. <laughs> Great. Well, when he fucking shows up here, he can. You know, that's kind of what the Bible says. I mean, okay. anyway. Do whatever. So that's, you know, disheartening, um, to say the least. So what we were talking about, so Samuel L. Jackson. Here's here's the hit part. Okay, Okay, let's let's do it. Let's go back to the fact that these people and us and the majority of Americans would never, ever, 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 ever cross paths or be in the same social circles or have any idea how the other one lives. Right. I guarantee Clarence Thomas doesn't know how much a loaf of bread costs. How much does a loaf of bread cost, Mitch? Or bananas. You usually say bananas. Well, whatever. (laughs) You know what I'm saying. Like, he has no idea. He's out of touch with with everyday American reality. Absolutely. How many abortions do you think the Republican Party is responsible for? A lot. A A hell of a lot. How many abortions do you think the members of the Supreme Court are responsible for? Including Clarence Uh, Thomas. I was going to say the women, probably zero. The men probably more than they know. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, and I. Uh, I mean, honestly, I, I bet they do know, and I bet they went, "Hey, uh, even if they didn't know, even if they didn't know, uh, they could have a whole set of problems that they're not even aware of." Right. Also, because they'll have handlers that'll be like, "Oh, yeah, that's not going to work. So we're going to need you to take care of that." I. And, and it's just. Again, that's okay. That's speculation, clearly, but. Yeah, like they, the thing is, is yeah. they're not going to have an issue getting an abortion if they need one. No, of course not. This is going to impact the same people all of these things impact, and it's the lower socioeconomic group of people who already had a hard enough time with um, education and health care, and now we're just going to make it harder on them, and then we're going to complain about it once they're born and not want to feed them and not want to help them, and... But we're going to keep on. Can't drain the government. No, can't we can't do, gain welfare. the. We're going to make sure they have these babies, and then we're not going to feed them. Are we going to do great. an episode on the whole "Don't abort, I'll adopt your baby" phenomenon? We definitely should. That helped me. Oh okay. my god! All right. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a whole other one. Uh, I don't even want to look forward to. to. Move on. So we are. This will. This will. Not be any better. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> wonderful. So Samuel L. Jackson called out Clarence Thomas after his concurring opinion for not including Loving v. Virginia because, of course, so Loving v. Virginia is the case that um, 
made interracial marriage legal federally. That was in the 60s, right? Mm-hmm. So, but, of course, Clarence Thomas is in an interracial marriage mm-hmm. and was alive in 1960. <laughs> so, go ahead. technically, I think a lot of people are wondering why he didn't include it other than the obvious, <laughs> the obvious, because he went in his concurring opinion to discuss why it wasn't connected. Um the, de- the two decisions relied on different... Cl- of course he did. <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. It's like a 12-year-old caught in a lie. He's like, well, you know, I mean, no, 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 this can't happen. But, I mean, this can because, I mean, the Jerry had one and it was kind of fun. And so, like, we could still do that one, though, but uh, this stuff... Mm. So, the decisions relied on two different clauses in the Constitution Loving v. Virginia was primarily decided based on the Equal Protection Clause, which is anti-discrimination based. But it's it's really not that different from the Substantive Due Process Clause. Anyway, some mediocre good news um, as we are wrapping up. So Biden did this week uh, make an executive order, and um, it basically pledge to ensure the safety of abortion patients and providers. Um, they're talking about setting up mobile clinics near the borders of states that are restricting abortion access. Um, they're also going to convene uh, pro bono lawyers to offer support to people crossing state lines to get an abortion. Um, and they're directing the Health and Human Services Department to issue a report in the next 30 days outlining additional actions to protect medication abortion because, you know, in states like Tennessee, they've just outlawed it. Um, and expand access on emergency contraception and IUDs and increase public education around reproductive rights. Mm-hmm. So what's the budget for that, $100,000? I think $10. <laughs> so. Um, and so they're you know, going to look into further steps to take. So, I mean, I guess at this point we can say Biden hasn't done literally nothing to help. He's no, done. he still hasn't done anything. Again, until I see the numbers of how much they're going to money, they're going to put at this. Because he can write that and do all he wants, but without the money, then nothing's going to happen. And, I mean, I've seen the budgets that they've passed recently where it's like, yeah, there was, and I said $100,000 because that was literally part of one of the budgets that they just passed for, uh, it was something like, I don't want to, quote without looking yeah, yeah. it up but it was something absurd like we're gonna put all of this money over here we're gonna put all of this money over here and then we're gonna give them a hundred thousand dollars and it's like a hundred thousand dollars in a government budget is oh, like yeah. ten dollars it yeah. is equivalent to ten dollars in my pocket absolutely there is nothing that anyone can do with even that. it's it's like it's like a dime basically <laughs> well um, all I can say is you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> it's so uh, nobody, I mean, it's it just, we don't, this is going to keep stretching and, and taking more rights and yeah, like, where's it going to end? It's, you know, it's just a really kind of scary, but now thing. we can talk about it with a little more. I just, you know, this is not a time to not know what's going on and to not be able to make rational arguments and actually know what you're talking about. Um, also recommend not being too like when you're having a conversation if you start getting emotional about this it's probably time to just get out of the conversation because it's not going to go well or you know solve any problems so also i would recommend if you're still on social media and seeing friends and family 
posting stuff that you disagree with, just unfollow them for now. Like, let's not get into to unfriend them or anything. Like, just uh, stop reading their bullshit. And we don't need to get into Facebook fights because nope. no one's opinion has ever been changed by a Facebook it fight. It hasn't. Anyway. Yay. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. I hope you felt like you were back in college or high school. Oh, my God. And, with, and you have Katrina and Mitch, like, sitting on either side of you saying shit and getting you into trouble. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> exactly what this is. We're like on either side, like fucking trying children, to egg, children. egg you on or children. get you in trouble with burps. <laughs> you know. I believe it was the gun bill where it was like this, 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 and this, and then we'll give a hundred thousand to like uh, better education. Yeah. Something like that. I mean it was something absurd. But I, I hate it, to say this. Are we past education? Because I feel like at this point, the people who are opposed to things like common sense gun legislation and people who are, quote, pro-life are like, they, they have decided on their own race facts. Theories and no, I, I, it's, it's a sad state of affairs in which they are forced to do their own research and encouraged to do that. But then they also have these godheads of like Donald Trump and Tucker Carlson that just give them the information that they want. Anyway, so they don't even have to do their own research. I don't really feel like we're beyond education, but I, I don't think that. I do feel that. <laughs> like you, it feels like it. I there's. I don't feel. Mm, it doesn't feel like there's a, uh, a turning point. Yeah. It it doesn't feel like there's a compromise coming in the future in which we're going to be like, oh. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. No, everybody's sane again. Everything always works out. Yeah. <laughs> No, I think we've gone. I think we've gone down a path that's n- at this point we can't turn back. Mm-mm. We've gone too far. We, we've gone way too far. Everybody's too far in either direction, and there's no, there's not going to be any way to recover or get back to a normal. But yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Class dismissed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you can find us at thatotherfword.com. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram at thatotherfwordpod. Um, Please listen to our future episodes and follow us and subscribe and like and rate and review. Just put all of those things on your little adorable to-do list. And um, remember, feminism isn't a bad word. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Oh, my God. (laughs) Feminism isn't a bad word, you son of a bitch. (laughs) 